Fantasy Funk House review of week three, the NFL season, and a little preview of week four coming up. So, as always, got my boy Jerry Two Chains in the house. Jerry, how we doing? Good. How we doing tonight? Excited for week four. Yeah, licking my wounds after last week was a tough one. You know, we'll do a review of everything. Also, the Godfather gracing us with his presence tonight. Mr. Just Right, Mikey Whitesnake. Mike, thanks for jumping on. Thank you, guys. Uh, am I in the right place? Did you send the invite to the, to the right guy? I'm <laughs> not sure you want to hear what I have to say about fantasy football, but I'm here. I tried I'm to send to it to I tried to send it to Evil Mike with that goatee. <laughs> so if you're him. All right. Hey, he coming off till I win a game. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be ugly. <laughs> well, you got a big match of this week. Who are, you, are you playing? Um, Only the best team in the league. Yeah, you're going to need to take sure, him out. And what a time for Tyler to just luck into <laughs> Jamal Williams, by the way. Uh, I know. While he's hot, keep it burning. <laughs> and the best part about it is that he has not had a fifth bench player for the last two weeks. <laughs> he still has four <laughs> He doesn't even know how many people he's allowed to have, and he's fucking murdering the rest of the league. Hey, I don't mind playing the trap. I'll be the trap all day. We and need that from I you, Mike. Trap. All right. So, like we said, it was a tough tough week three for me anyway. One and six. Worst Oof. performance in a long time. Long, long, long time. So, I'm going to need a big week this week. We'll see how it goes. But you can't can't follow up a one and six with anything less than a winning record. So, uh, Mike, we'll start with you. How did you do last week? I was zero and one. Guys. <laughs> one team—that's uh, a lot brings, to manage. How do you keep that, up? With that? Uh, that brings me to a grand total of zero three on the season. Okay. <laughs> well, I it's too early. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, I think one thing that I found that uh, you mentioned one league, and I'm down to one league now. I'm the only league that matters. It's on my radar, anyways. Uh, I've I ripped and torn through a lot of them, and I just said, it's, you know, I'm just boiling it down to what's what really matters, and that's you know, that's our league, that's Dub League. It's been going on for over a decade, but being in multiple leagues at once really helps you. Really helps you keep an eye on the whole landscape. I'm looking at things from such a football perspective. I'm I'm searching for fullbacks, you know, thinking, oh, this guy's getting touchdowns, he's getting catches, he must be worth saving. No. Alec Ingle. You know, and I, having multiple leagues allows you to get a, a closer look at a lot of guys, and I think my game in, in this one league that I'm in now is really suffering because of that. So, you know, kudos to you guys for keeping up with seven leagues. But it does it does hurt you, I think, if you narrow your scope to just that one. Well, Mike, you're 0-3 in the season. What does that say about me and Jerry? Because we work for you. You're our employer, and we've obviously let you down with our content. So we you know, take that I, personally. I'm the type of guy to to know that the pe- uh, the people I surround myself with, okay, makes me better. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not a fantasy expert anymore. That's I'm, I'm clearly washed at this point. <laughs> at, at least scraping the bottom of the barrel. 
so I surround myself with experts in different subject matters, and you guys happen to be that. And I think it's, I mean, the, the proof is in the pudding, right? I mean, the results are there. Multiple people who listened to you guys last year won championships. I know that for a fact. It and that's true. all that matters. That's why you're here. That's why you're on the payroll. The results yeah. speak for themselves, and we love pudding. So, Jerry, <laughs> how'd you do? Um, I went three and two, and uh, <laughs> one of those losses was very close uh, until Monday night. Um, that's a, an zero and three team I have, Mike, in a league you used to be in. Uh, I've struggled, struggled. I've had a real big week for me for that league. I put up like 145 points, still lost. Uh, I'm going to struggle to get wins this year. I play my co-host this week, and he's right beside me down at the bottom of the standing. So <laughs> it's the bottom of the bottom for sure. It ain't yeah. pretty. Um, more. I know neither of us are huge of fans of our teams in that league, so it'll be interesting. I've tried to make some moves this week. I missed out on some players in Dub League. I really wanted. I got outbid. Uh, Who are you I was targeting uh, Zay Jones. I put uh, like a fifteen dollar bid on him. Yeah, I was looking at that today. Actually, Sean won by like a dollar. Yeah, and I play Sean this week too. So, be interesting to see if it, he makes his lineup. I like him there. I like that uh, Trevor Lawrence looking good. Yeah, Jags, the Jags arrow is pointing straight up in the air. And Len Big tried to tell us. I certainly wasn't hearing it. Uh, I might be a believer. We shall see. Christian Three. Kirk, I think, is like the wide receiver four on the year. Something yeah, like he's that. way up there. And Jim he's Robinson looks incredible. <laughs> the line's protecting Trevor finally. I even think the defense looks pretty good. Probably the favorite to win the division at this point. Len called it from the jump. So um, we'll see yeah, how it goes. Yeah, my, my Sankey team, I don't – I drafted from the 11th spot. I hated it. I went – who did I go? Swift, CD on the way back, which two guys I definitely wanted. And two guys I'm still pretty confident in. And it just went off the rails from there. I kept getting sniped by you and Nate. Alex on the turn kept taking my guys – I was a, a shell of myself, and usually Sankey is the last draft, the Sanctuary for Adult Men, and I always have this trend, not always, but I have this trend some years when it's the last, whatever the last draft is, that I get all my guys that I really want on on Dub League since it's the first draft, you know, whatever drafts come in between, and then there's some guys that I still wanted and I want to make sure I get them on my team so I have some exposure to them. And the team just doesn't there, – there's no cohesiveness to the team. Um, so it's it's just weird players. I don't ha- – I feel like I don't have any studs. CD still looks good. Swift is still that, like a top five back, but Brady sucks. I mean, Darnell Mooney sucks. That's like – I feel that's very similar to my situation with that team. I have yeah. Russell who's doing terrible. Yeah. I took Derrick Henry. I mean, he had a big week this week, but overall I've not been thrilled with him. And I reached for Javante in the turn, the second. Instead of taking – I could have had Devontae Adams. I took Javante. And he looked great week one. Now they're not using him as much. So my my Broncos really are who let me down in that league a lot. A classic Javante, Devontae conundrum. We've all been there. Bit me. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we can turn it around. Yeah, so 
get into a review of last week. Mike, your Steelers started off with a rough showing against the Browns, and I know that that last-second touchdown cost a show, a very close friend of the show, Matt Crook, about $500 cash as he predicted the correct score only for uh, the Browns to ruin that on that last second. Well, I'll say the Steelers to ruin it on the last second touchdown. But they're trying to ruin the, you know, keep the game within reach somewhat. So what do you expect them to do? I get it. Um, I know I, it cost me a few shekels myself. But Mike, uh, talk about your Steelers here, uh, fantasy wise. What do you think about these guys? Fantasy wise, I mean, it's it's a black hole. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't touch any of their players with a 10-foot pole at this point. Um, Deontay, maybe. Uh, you? Listen to our, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you listen to our, our week four picks. I mean, it, I think the, the word I use there perfectly describes the situation. It's impotent. Um, it's flaccid. It's disgusting. <laughs> There's um, no real rigidity to them? No, none at all. It's, 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 it just needs an injection of life. I mean, I think we all thought that the situation would be a lot better after Ben moved on and his new alarm. Um, and it hasn't been. It's it's as bad, if not worse, with Mitch for some reason. Uh, you know, Najee, Najee's great at getting you four yards if you need three, but that's all he's going to do. He's not going to bust one, uh, you know, for 20-plus yards, get those big chunk gains. He's not involved enough in the passing game. He's got that Liz Frank lingering in the background. And like I said, Deontay, I think that the number for their receivers for total yards after catch on the season is below like 40 yards after catch. They just don't catch the ball and run with it. Uh, if they catch the ball, they're running backwards or out of bounds. Just not a lot of points to be had there. Um, Fryermuth might be your best bet for consistency on that team in terms of floor. Deontay will give you a good floor too, but you know, yeah, I've, I not have re, not where you drafted him. You know, I have uh, Deontay in the league, and he's my wide receiver too. He's been solid. Yeah, he's um, been pretty yeah. good actually. Yeah, PPR. He's that. he's getting yeah he's getting the he's getting the targets and catches. But like you said, yeah, there's not he's catching it and going down or getting hit in. So there's they they not you say that they haven't done anything after the catch they're not making anything happen with the ball they're just no it's it's a comically low number um you know claypool is and matt i know you love him but he's he's waiver wire worthy at this point um he, and i wouldn't even call it in deep leagues i think you can let him go with confidence uh pickens will eventually he's already making noise i think he will show up on the radar I yeah, think you're going to so. see Pickett at some point this season. I mean, it's 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 already bad in week three with all these calls for both the coordinators and Trubisky's head in Pittsburgh. Like I said, it's Yinder's dream, root for the backup, inferiority combo. I mean, we love this. We love every minute of it in reality. <laughs> uh, we welcome the misery. Uh, Fantasy-wise, though, just don't don't touch them. I mean, they, if you're playing against them and you got a good running back, you're going to get yards. If you have uh, if you have Najee, are you trying to you trying to get rid of him in a trade? Yes, yes, Jerry, I am. Um, you know, like I said, that Lee Frank with not a lot of people were talking about that that Lee Frank uh, coming into the season. It's it's a real problem, and Najee just doesn't have that explosiveness. Uh, Jalen Warren is is taking advantage of the holes a lot better than he is. I mean, not to knock Najee, he's still a quality back, but. 
I, you're coming not going to get those 20-point, 30-point game time. You're not going to see it. Yeah, coming into the season, I was worried about where his draft capital compared to how he would pan out just because right. with Ben there, you knew Ben was going to throw it to him 10 times a game. And he was getting a lot of points from all his receptions. That certainly helped boost him. I mean, he was the only guy on offense they were using, really, at one point. Um, Right. And I was afraid that would fade this year, but it seems it's even worse right now. Um, Yeah, and he's not putting up the numbers in the passing game, the the dump offs and whatnot. To You know, he'll give you a decent floor, but I don't think he's worth that first-round pick. I would be trying to get rid of him, Jerry. That injury just complicates things further. Um, yeah, and and the if big they thing lose, for me, start losing, they're not going to want to give him a huge load if, if this team's behind the eight ball after several weeks, which was totally possible. The big thing for me this offseason was the line. I love Najee, the talent, uh, but the line and, you know, like you guys mentioned, the offensive situation. Mitch has never been one to check down, really. He'd rather extend the play with yeah. his legs, find somebody downfield. It's just who he is or take off. It's not a bad thing. It was just an odd fit. I still... Like the upside of Mitch, as far as winning games, he might not have that gene. Uh, he's exciting to watch. Uh, Mike, what would you say to another good friend of the show, Crazy Legs Chris Johnson, who drafted uh-huh. Najee way too high in the only two leagues that he's in? So at number number <laughs> three overall in both <laughs> leagues, what would you say to them? I'm sorry. Uh, he was a consensus first-round pick, right? So how high is how high is too high? What are we talking here? Pick three, both drafts. Pick pick three. Oh yeah, that's way too early. Yeah. Um, you know, I had I was in pick three in Dub League, and I, you know, I was in a conundrum. I was hell bent. I was taking Jefferson come hell or high water. He was there, and then I panicked, and doubt sets in. You want that running back that catches a million passes, and your equitors and whatnot, and what are you left with? Just nothing. I mean. You can make a worse bet in the first round, um, but, man, you needed a lot of faith in the Steelers and Trubisky in general to go that far. You know what I mean? And this offense was never going to be like the next Chiefs or anything. But but if Kenny Pickett starts, (laughs) all bets are off, baby. I mean, it could be worth it at that point. All right, and with that, we'll move on to the next game. <laughs> We're not gonna put penny penny kick it. We're not gonna put penny kick it up on Ryan its own. Ryan Pickett. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan Mallet Pickett. Saints and Panthers. Saints look bad. No reason the Panthers should have won. Uh, McCaffrey puzzling back in the injury report. What the fuck? Not really much worth saying there. He's running for over a hundred yards, so he's being pretty efficient with the ball. It's just the offense and. I was going to make the announcement last week. I'll make it now. I've officially hung up the boots for the Baker Mayfield fan club. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. As of now, I'm done. I wish him well. I'd like to see him win. I will not defend you anymore, Baker. I can't do it. (laughs) Been a long time coming. That's good. Alave had a nice game there. Huge game. And he'll be yeah, a huge he play like, this week. You know, they say M. Tom's hurt. It's like a toe. I'm guessing he still plays. Landry up in the air. Both of them might not play. You never know. Olave must yeah. start. He's uh, already getting a lot of targets. So if you have any yeah. injuries, he's going to get. Every he's great. I know uh, we were all over him preseason, Jerry. What a talent and a good match with Jameis, kind of as a gunslinger downfield. Yep. Yeah. 
Houston, the Bears, how the Bears are two and one. It's so fucking stupid. They're such a bad football team. I could have <laughs> swore the Texans were going to win this one. I bet on the Texans. I parlayed the Texans with the Titans' money line, and I should have won that. That was dumb. Whatever. Yeah. Fields, you fucking suck still. I don't know. Maybe Eberflus is a really good coach. <laughs> the teams that they played are weird. Niners in the rain. Uh, who'd they play last week? Um, the Packers. Well, they, they played lost. They played Houston uh, week three. Yeah, week three, yeah, Packers and then they, they beat Houston, which they shouldn't have. Houston's a much better football team, and Houston's not a good football team. Um, Monty went down, you know, hoping that maybe I can get a start out of Khalil Herbert this week. Uh, we'll see. Pierce had a good game, though. Herbert was the RB1 on the week, he went was. off. Over 30 points, yeah. Chiefs lost to the Colts, which nobody saw. Mahomes looked fairly pedestrian. Taylor, again, pedestrian. Very inefficient on the ground. Pittman, he had like 15 points, whatever. Nobody really shined in this game. I think Clyde had seven carries for zero yards and a tutter. He seems to keep getting more and more phased out each week. Yeah, McKinnon actually looks has gotten more percentage of snaps, so that's going to be something yeah. to watch there. I saw you snag him. Don't think I didn't see that. <laughs> if I'm a if I'm a Clyde owner, I'm, I might be trying to sell. Yeah, I agree. Bills losing to the three and first place in the AFC, Miami Dolphins. Not much to say here. I gushed after last week. Bills are probably still the better team. Dolphins, you know, McDaniel just completely outcoached them. Tua, mashed potato brains, came back. They stuffed him back in his helmet. He hit Waddle <laughs> on that deep throw. They look good. They look, I've never seen a Dolphins team look this good, obviously. It's been a long time. That's all I got to say. Is it confirmed he actually think? had a concussion? I mean, everyone's up in arms about, you know. He came back and looked completely fine. Was it a dead leg? Maybe he got a dead leg. Maybe he's completely fine. I think he came back and looked completely fine. Like no, no ill effects from a head injury at all. But when it happened, I was fucking pissed. I texted Jerry in the group. I said, if I'm any Dolphins player, I would try to hurt Josh Allen because it was a late hit. It was a cheap shot. It was bullshit. And it looked bad. I mean, yeah. I didn't think there was any way he was coming back in the game. And Teddy comes in and skips two passes at the lineman's feet. And it looked like a, that was the end of it for Miami. It wasn't. First place, best team in the NFL. That's wow. what I keep hearing. We'll see if we can get that train <laughs> wow. uh, to stay on the tracks. Treating, uh, did you tomorrow. see him treating Josh Allen just like a child after the game? Like, hey, buddy, it's it's all right. Still <laughs> yeah, two is like, keep your head up, bud. You you yeah, keep your head. Yeah, hang in there. <laughs> You'll get here someday, Josh. <laughs> You're looking good. You're starting to make progress. So cocky. Yeah, I, I kind of liked what you did out here, bud. Yeah, yeah. you're showing some flashes. Just yeah, you got grit, kid. Thing. We like that. You got you got to be over the moon about that team right now, Matty. I yeah, mean, I don't. It, it's it, it doesn't even seem real how they could go from so pedestrian and bad. And I liked Flores; he's a good football coach, but clearly the players do not want to play for him. There was a lot behind the scenes, obviously, and, and there was turmoil with him and. Uh, Stephen Ross and Chris Greer even even more. Uh, they brought in McDaniel. It, I mean, what can't you say about Mike McDaniel at this point? Um, he's he an is. unbelievable coach. We'll see how long they can keep it rolling. Tough matchup. A lot of people picking the Bengals this week on a short week with Miami banged up. 
coming off those two huge wins, if I'm a betting man, I'll probably put a little bit on the Bengals. But we'll see. 3-0, I'd love to see that go to 4-0. What would you guys think? Yeah, I, I mean, one of the best football teams I've ever seen on paper and on film. Man, just outlast them beating team in the league? That's that's rare, I feel no, like. No, Philly's, Philly's still 3-0. Oh, uh, Philly's last them beating team in the AFC. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Still though, it feels like uh, it's kind of rare for this early in the season for there to you know be this much parity. There's not many unbeaten teams left. Yeah, usually there's a few more, um, and I think Raiders the only zero and three team. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm Houston, excited to see the Dolphins on this pace right yeah, now. Yeah, they're a I'm very like, likable team. I will yeah, say. I mean, they're overdue for some yeah. good years here, so they got a lot of good young players, and it looks like. Coach is doing well there, so yeah, I like it's, it. It's, it's I exciting. hope uh like to see them go deep. Like to see them see the Bills again. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, they'll see them at least once, maybe twice. Yeah. Hopefully twice. Uh, I did put in a future bet in like uh, July or August, I think, of Miami to beat San Francisco in the Super Bowl. It's like a five dollar bet, and that'd pay out over a thousand dollars. So that'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. So. Just imagine how, I mean, this is a huge win for them, Matt. Like, it is. Imagine it's, the difference between a playoff game in Buffalo, you know, in like the divisional round versus oh, yeah. a playoff game in Miami. How much that, that changes the game. It's you know, you got to think all that snow favors the Bills, right? I mean, yeah. it's, I love watching snow games with Miami and Buffalo just because it seems like Miami, you know, they're all the same guys, right? I mean, they've been there, but yeah. you think they come from Miami, they're going to play worse in the snow. Man, they might have that home game now. Yeah, that'd be nice. We'll see. I'm hoping that they play the game at Buffalo, you know, pretty soon. I haven't looked at their schedule to know when it is, but the sooner the better and stay out of that cold. So we'll see. Josh Allen with 400 yards and two touchdowns and yeah. taking a loss. Yeah. Tough. Jeez. <laughs> and he, he looked good. I mean, he, he fumbled twice, and I – did he throw any picks? I think he might have thrown a couple picks. Uh, no picks. No but picks. Yeah, he had okay. two fumbles. Two fumbles. We'll move on to my second favorite team, the Living Room Lions. Almost oh, pulled out a big yeah. win over the Vikings here. Jefferson and Kirk better figure it out. I have faith. Swift got banged up, so Jamal Williams fire him up. He had a big week. Yeah, and Dalvin About went five. down. Dislocated a shoulder. It's happened before. Madison might get the nod this week. I think Cook plays, but maybe in a like a limited capacity. That's like the dream scenario for managers who don't have either one, just so none of them blow up. Uh, so I'd like to see that happen. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to speak that into existence. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Ravens, again, put up 37. on. Well, they had 35 last week against Miami. 37-26 over the Pats. Lamar is inhuman. Um, my, I put in a Lamar bet of $20 to win MVP. That The value of that bet has already risen over $50. So that shows that nice. he's – him and Allen hey, got to be the front runners at this point. I would, yeah, I'd say he's probably one right now. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. He had five touchdowns this week. He was number one fantasy QB on the yeah. week. Surprising and thing is that the Pats put up 26. 46 fantasy points. Yeah. Two, two weeks in a row, right? Or maybe two I had him last week. Two I would have had him last yeah. week, right? Had six touchdowns. Yeah. He had 53, and Lamar had 48 the week oh, before. Yeah. 
I, the big thing here with this Pats game is that I can't believe they put up 26 on the Ravens. That's That number's way too high to me for that yeah. shitty offense. Mac looked like he got his foot cut off. He was crying. <laughs> That's uh, Mac Prescott. I mean, Dak Jones. He's <laughs> Mac's just, Jack I don't Jones. know, he's a bitch. Um, and he's out for a while, too. Yeah, it's got to be like three to four weeks. Belichick still hasn't rolled him out in true Belichick fashion. He's just doubtful. Yeah. Bengals got back on. Uh, the winning side here against the Jets, like everybody thought. Not a huge game overall. Chase had a, a kind of a down week. Tyler Boyd obviously had to go off because Tyler had him against me, so that was a guarantee. <laughs> Titans eked one out against the Raiders. They should have blown them out, honestly. Raiders came back quite a bit. Philly looks very, very good. Uh yeah, they look Hertz. like the team in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, Hurts has got to be Hurts. He's got to be after on Lamar and Allen for the MVP talks, right? Yeah, he's right in the mix. He uh, was so. QB2 on the week, and I believe Devonta, Devonta was uh, the wide receiver one on the week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that That's what we were waiting on, that Devonta Smith blow-up game, and boy, did it happen hard. Big time. Yeah, yep. I didn't expect that. But you know, he's a, even he's with a good that. Player. AJ Brown also had a a, a good game. Yeah, so. nice game. Put up like nineteen. Yeah, anyway. he put up nineteen. Devonta put up thirty. So, yeah. and Hertz looks. The great. questions have been answered. If they both can be supported, they can. Yeah, uh, I think they're they play well off each other. And then you got Goddard over the middle. Yeah, they got a a really really good offense and the best line in the league. So, I, I like Philly right now. Philly might look a little bit better than Miami. You never know, just because they have a really, really good line. Um, Miami seems to be hurt and just kind of held together with duct tape at this point, but it's working for them. Some scotch tape and Elmer's yeah. glue. <laughs> um, Jaguars over the Chargers. <laughs> you got to think if Herbert was completely healthy here. Uh, he did not look very good. Eckler didn't look good. Who I had is my smash. We'll talk about that later. Jags might be for real. We'll see. A lot of fantasy points should have been scored in this game. They were scored by the wrong team, most people would think. Yep. Zay Jones, wide receiver five on the week. Uh, Christian Kirk with another good game. Yeah. Jim Rowe. Their offense is looking good. Yeah. And the Trevor line Lawrence looks good. Looks, line looks good. Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence was, yeah, he was number four on the week. So, yeah. I mean, big performances by this Jags team. Rams, not a ton of points here. Cup had some key drops, actually, that kept Arizona in. Big takeaway I had here, Marquise Brown had 14 targets. Said he had a huge game. Um, about time we see something from that connection there. We got a lot of questions about Kyler here in the living room. Uh, we'll save that for another section here. Dorch Falcons with beat. another good game. Who was that? Greg Dorch, another good game, 17 fantasy points. Yeah, Dorch might be the living room MVP at this point. Gotta love it. Coming out of nowhere. So the Bird Bowl, the Falcons beat the Seahawks in the Bird Bowl here. What an ugly, stupid game. Pitts finally got back on track. Two of the, the most boring teams to watch in the league, in my opinion. But Pitts, you know, like I said, Pitts had a good game. CPAT had a, a career game. Nobody else really shined for the Seahawks. I mean, Lockett's playing pretty well. Metcalf's playing pretty well, but not great. Um, Gino better than expected. 
So, yep. uh, to me, that game was just boring as shit. I don't know. Maybe not as boring as the Packers and the Bucks, though. 14 to 12. <laughs> Probably what most people expected for somewhat anemic offenses at this point. You know, Lazard being your wide receiver one, quote unquote, for the Packers, and he doesn't even look that good as he no, has he in the past, in my opinion. The Bucks receivers are in shambles. Mike, your boy Russell Gage, with like 13 big, targets. So he had a nice game. game. Did you start him last week? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Because I have nobody else. Um, luckily, he came through with the best performance of any skill position player uh, other than Tyreek I've had all year. Uh, also had a fumble, a real dumb fumble. Yeah, you know, catches passes at seven yards a clip. Can't beat it. Yeah, can't beat 12, it. Twelve catches for eighty-seven yards and a yeah. touchdown. He's <laughs> a great be, start. Uh, irrelevant here soon with the return of Mike Evans, I'm sure, and yeah. Godwin eventually, and Gronk yeah, coming so back too. You know, these last three, we got quite the string of boring fucking games here. Uh, the Falcons, Seahawks, terrible. Packers, box terrible. 49ers, Coes, Jerry. What terrible. the fuck? 11-10. 11-10. I can't believe they won. This is such a game that the Niners would win. I, I don't know. It was <laughs> ugly, man. Thank God Jimmy G stepped out of the end zone and yeah. got a safety. To think that the Broncos are two and one is mind boggling. If you ask me with how they've played. If you watch it's they're very tough to watch right now. They might be one of the ugliest offenses. I will I mean, say Sutton, Sutton looks good, but yeah, Sutton looks it. good. Um, I know you guys did your pick show last night. I'm going to go ahead and take the Raiders over the codes this week for their first win in a divisional matchup. Hmm. I took them as well. Yeah. Sean, a true shocker. They remind me right now, Jerry, a lot of the Steelers. It's a lot of pedigree, a lot of talent, a lot of young talent on that yeah. team. And they're just not they're not living up to that potential right now. I think I think the Broncos are more likely to break out of that shell than the Steelers are, though. Yeah, they I can recover they'll from figure here. it they out. Can. Yeah. I think I, it's just early. They they got a lot of work to do. I think Hackett was overwhelmed first few weeks. I agree. I was just gonna say I think a lot of this belongs on Hackett and just not yeah. being able to hack it yeah no pun intended i thank you um, um yeah him being head coach and tr- being basically being offensive coordinator and i think he's just taken on too much yeah i mean that's not everybody can be it. mike mcdaniel i get it yeah that's true it's very true just like me though hackett says you know what i need a guy who can come in and just manage the game for me man yeah hey that's a good and handle it that's what's a good sign. What's though. happened? Jerry wins. Wins and followed. That's, that's yeah. what he does. There's no shame in it. He says, these wins are my win. weaknesses. I need to surround myself with somebody who can do this job. Yeah. And what happens? They win. Yeah. Found a way. Well, they're riding right now. So <laughs> the Cowboys beat the Giants. Another boring game. Stupid. CD looked great. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you. I kind of got a little soft spot for Cooper Rush now. He might be my new Baker. I, I kind of like him. Yeah, he's looked pretty solid. He has. He takes care of the football. I like that. Giants for being two and one again. They suck too. <laughs> I like Dable as a coach. Not sure Danny Dimes is the guy. Their receivers, a lot of questions around the receivers. It's been how many years of Jones now? Four? Uh this is I think four because they didn't pick yeah. up his fifth year. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think we've seen enough. They yeah. can. Uh, They've got great guys. Tries hard. Yeah, but yeah. He's another guy that I uh, would apologize for, but I got to be done with this. All right, so that wraps up the review of the week. I'm going to go ahead and hear from one of our sponsors. This jingle written by my co-host and performed Jerry Two Chains. When your family is real hungry, eat in Applebee's. Special steak delivery from your friends in Applebee's. Happy in Nepalese, you'll be happy, happy in Nepalese, you'll be happy, happy, happy in Nepalese. Get some sweetheart wings and some pepperoni when you're real hungry with your family in Nepalese. Stromboli, calzone, get some Italian cuisine in Nepalese. Boy, could I go for a calzone right now? I'll tell you. Oh, man. And if you yeah. haven't had the sweet hot wings, bone in or bone out, what a delicious Ooh. treat that is. Can't beat the uh, sweet and savory combo. I'm a sucker for that. I just want yeah. to say on the calzone front, uh, Len has been bringing some samplers over every now mm. and then for recordings. And, um, uh, you know, we don't get these delicacies out here at the Snake Pit that often, so I got to call him in, call in some favors when yeah. I can. He brings them right to the doorstep. It's nice, but try those calzones with the sweet sauce. Ricotta. Wow. And give that, a, give that a whirl. Something different. No, you didn't. Mike, my table just lifted up a few inches. Some ham, some mushrooms, whatever you want in there, but sweet sauce just just changes everything a little bit. Makes yeah. it a new experience. Give it a try. I like that. Thanks for the tip. I know our uh, our listeners are very appreciative as well. So, how are you, KJ? It's good to see you tonight. Thanks for coming on. Always a pleasure. And we're going to get into the Fantasy Funk House Stock Exchange. So, new uh, segment we've been doing this year. Just a, a fancy buy or sell. Maybe not so fancy. Got one for you guys. First one that I have near and dear to my heart. This Rams backfield. It seems as though Henderson is not the guy that we all thought he was and that they're going to give Cam Akers the ball no matter how bad he looks because he still looks bad. What do you think? Is Akers the guy going forward? It seems like he's getting 75% of the touches. What do you think? You buying acres? You trying to sell them? I mean, I'm, I'm not buying acres. That's for sure. That's what I'm not doing. So I'll sell because I agree. He, I just don't think he looks good. Uh, did he have a fumble this week? He sure did. Like on the goal line, right on the one yard line or something. Yeah. So, I mean, Coach McVeigh, I don't think he'll let that type of bad play go on for too long, especially if you put Henderson in and he's getting these chunk gains. Um, I just don't see it. They might try and continue to work him in for the next game or two just to, just to see how it works out. But uh, I think if he continues to play bad, McVay will get him out of there. I hope so because I got a lot yeah. of Hendy and it's hard to watch Akers siphon these carries away and just look putrid. So, 
it's probably something we'll talk about every week, <laughs> you know, until yeah, one of them gets we'll hurt. See. Okay, I got one here. This one's a bit surprising. Hmm. Tyler Conklin is currently the tight end three on the year. Wow. Okay? He has seven plus targets in every game. Conky. Conk. <clears throat> hmm. Now, um, is he a viable starting option moving forward with all these targets he's getting? And do you think those targets are going to drop with the return of uh, Zach hmm. Wilson? Yes, you beat me to it. I think all these weapons, Garrett Wilson, Conkey, even the running backs as well, they're probably not going to come close to the production that they did with Joe Flacco. In my opinion, Flacco is a wily veteran, knows how to you know lean on certain positions, has always loved throwing to his tight ends. Shout out Dennis Pitta. You know, he had some huge seasons, loves dumping off the running backs. Shout out to Ray Rice. Hope that your jail time or wherever you're at is <laughs> not so bad. Um, <laughs> sorry, Ray. I didn't mean to do you like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Flacco, it, it, he's always made the most of his weapons. Wilson has yet to do that. Even, you know, Eli Moore's big games last year were with White Mike and Flacco. And we've. I feel like another yeah. thing we talked about every week is, is this situation. Yeah. So, I like Conklin. I don't know. We'll see if Wilson can adapt to the NFL game. He plays like a worse, much worse Trubisky, in my opinion, and just, I don't know, wants to live downfield, always escaping the pocket. Not a, not a you know, you're not getting a three-step drop and fire because the line right now isn't giving them too much time. So he's going to be running around. That's how he got hurt in the first place. If I can get something for Conkey, I will. But I, I see him still on the wire in some place, so I think everybody kind of feels the same. But yeah, I could be wrong. What do you think, Mike? I'm taking him this week. If I can, if I have it, I'm going to play him. I'm not going to trade anything for him per se. Uh, against the Steelers, if he can get matched up against uh, uh, Bush as opposed to Miles Jack, I think you're going to see some points there. Steelers just historically do not do well covering those tight ends. Uh, they didn't do well against Njoku last week. And I think Conk is in line for another double-digit game. It, are we going to put him in, you know, safe tight end one category every week? I don't think so. But he did some damage, and he's been doing some damage. Like Jerry said, number four on the year for tight ends. Yeah. Number three. Number three. I mean, that's impressive. And you have these tight ends come out of nowhere every year, you know, to sneak into that top tier. Maybe he's that guy this year. I wouldn't spend any assets, but if he's available and you need one, you could do a lot worse than him. He's going to have a good game against the Steelers this week. Yeah, and I personally think that he passes the eye test. I think he looks really good out there. Yeah. So I mean, we've seen one. flashes of him in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, yeah when Irv yeah, went game. down, he stepped up last year quite a bit. Yeah. Mikey, you got one for us? Yeah. All right. So buy or sell, correct? I'm going to go right back to the tight end position, actually, and throw a, a very conflicting name. I've seen this guy passed around our league a couple times already. Tyler Higby. Mm -hmm. I, I like Higby. The volume was there. It wasn't last week. I think that things are going to change a lot once... 
Van Jefferson comes back, whenever that is. I know he just went on IR, so he got a, a few more weeks. If Beckham were to come back at the end of you know October, mid-November, wherever they're thinking, I think that a lot of these things have to do with why Higby was getting the volume he was. Higby's always been a fairly good player. He's not like crazy athletic. He's like Dalton Schultz kind of. You, you know, he's not gonna do anything unbelievable to the eye, but he's solid. He's got good hands. Can run routes. Stafford, he likes his tight ends, so I think he could play Higby for uh, you know at least until Jefferson comes back. Allen Robinson up in the air. These Rams are kind of confusing too, but I like Higby. If I need if I need a tight end, I'm plugging him in. Yeah, I'll buy it. Yeah, I think I'll buy Higby too. I think he's gotten enough targets in the first few weeks to yield a start. Um, you could definitely do much worse. He's not, you know, the top tier guy, but on that offense with him getting targets, like you said, it was a down week last week, but he always has the potential to score. Um, Alan Robinson continues to not really do anything. So outside of Cooper Cup, not a ton of options uh, with Van Jefferson out. Um, right. So I like him. Uh, I'd, I'd be comfortable starting him. Yeah. I feel like there's two tiers of tight ends. There's studs, who are basically wide receiver ones, and yeah. then there's startable, and then there's nothing else after that. Everything else is a total total waste of time, I guess. Yeah, you I mean, know. I think there's Pitt, or sorry, there's Kelsey and Andrew who are auto studs, and then yeah. a few, maybe a tier down, you have Pitts, which is just all potential, yeah. and then you have everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, and Waller, I guess Waller's maybe like right under Pitts, I think. Waller used to be in that tier, but he's just not producing like he used to. Yeah, everybody Um, else is fairly pedestrian. Waller's actually doing a little bit better than I thought he would, uh, just numbers-wise with the personnel they have there. Um, But yeah, tight end's odd this year. Waiting on one of those, uh, you know, late-round or undrafted guys to emerge, like you were saying, Mike. It's a great point. You know, House, I got I got another one here, and before the show, we were talking about ET- ETFs, okay? But yeah. I'm going to give you a, an ETN. <laughs> I figured that's where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Buy or sell, ETN. Oh. I mean, if James, James Robinson looks like an absolute stud, of course, the year after I drafted him. He does. Um, and I'm not sure that we've gotten a full look at, that, at the uh, prospectus of ETN, but... I'd like to open up that portfolio and dig in a little more. I just don't know if he's getting the work to really see what he's capable of. Obviously, we know how athletic he is if you watch him in college. Maybe he just wasn't the best fit for this team. You know, this was an Urban Meyer pick, mostly because they drafted Lawrence, and I think they just wanted that level of comfortability with his playmakers around him. But you're right, Robinson looks amazing. I'm not super thrilled about ETN. I don't know if you could sell him for anything, but it's probably not a fund that I'm going to, you know, pump, you know, any of my extra dollars every month into. And if I have them, I probably wait for a big game and then, you know, see what you can get out of them. Start wise. I mean, you probably, you probably drafted them to start. If you have a viable option, maybe, you know, look the other way, but even when they're down, he's not getting pummeled with targets like he should be. So I'm going to sell. Yeah, I'll I'll sell them too. I just think everyone just didn't understand that how good James Robinson actually is. Not to say ETN is not good, but maybe he's James Robinson's just better. 
and he's playing better in their scheme. So I think you got to continue to stay, give him the rock the way he's playing. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, and until ETN does something and shows me something, I really don't want any part of him. Yeah, I really don't know if you can start him. That's a, it's an ETF that I'm gonna I'm gonna steer clear of. I think. <laughs> I got one here, Go ahead, Jerry. So uh, James Conner, he finished last season as a top five back. This year, after three weeks, he hasn't surpassed fifty yards on the ground yet. And he's currently outside the top 25 for running backs. Can he turn it around and become at least like a, a top 15 guy? Or is he more of someone that needs to be looked at as a more of a flex option? I'll jump on that one, Jerry. I'm not going to buy James Conner. Uh, very touchdown dependent last year. Did he lead the league in touchdowns? Last year, uh, I think, think so. I think I mean that's where he got the most of his. Yeah, point. you're just or at least rushing touchdowns, but yeah. you're bound for some regression there. I don't trust anything that comes out of Arizona right now. He's already had one injury scare. The more work he gets, I'm afraid. I mean, history shows he's going to break down at some point. It just doesn't seem like a great running team. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just, uh, are they going to be in that position enough? I'm not buying him, but if I had him. You got to start him, right? Yeah, uh, I think you start. He's, he's not the guy to get you a hundred yards. He's the guy to get you three touchdowns. Yeah, in a couple I, games. I might buy Connor. Uh, it's tough because I agree with everything you said, Mike. The team doesn't look great. He is a good pass catcher, so I think that ankle injury in week two kind of hobbled him a little bit because he looked pretty good in week one. So we'll see how that pans out. I don't think they really can rely on Daryl or Eno at this point. So I think they want to get Connor as involved as possible. And actually, I saw Kingsbury um, mentioned to the media today about getting Connor more involved. So I would buy Connor. I'm not going to, you know, sell the farm for him, but I'm interested. So yeah, I'll buy. I'll buy actually, he's running hard. He always runs hard, and he still is. He is. So and know, the offense will get better when Newt comes back. And you always want a good running back on a good offense. And the Cardinals aren't that great of an offense right now, but they could be. So that's a good one, yeah. All right. We're going to go to the quarterbacks for me here. Down and I uh, would like to say that uh, our T's and P's, thoughts and prayers, are with everybody in uh, Florida right now. Just some devastating storms going on down there. I know the Bucks had to evacuate. So uh, we hope everyone's staying safe down there. And... Uh, it's going to be a rough road from what I've heard today. So Hurricane Ian ripping through the area. Um, so stay inside, obviously. We're from Pennsylvania. We don't know these hurricane precautions, but do what they tell you and uh, stay out of the storm. Yeah. But the storm stops for Tom Brady. So buy or sell Brady. Once these receivers come back, starts lighting this league on fire. Ooh. Against the Chiefs, huh? Yep. I mean, it, it's just reeks of one of those games where you just got a couple very capable quarterbacks just slinging it around to beat one another. You got a, a couple guys with chips on their shoulders coming yep. this week. I'm going to buy Brady. I'm going to buy Brady. Evans is coming back. Uh, week rested. I don't know Godwin's status. 
He's still up uh, in the air for a few weeks, probably. He had a rough hamstring. But I think Julio will be back. And the, just the trio of Gage and Julio and Evans is pretty fucking dangerous. I, I think Brady's arrow is pointing up. I have a couple shares of Brady. I'm thrilled about it. And I just think you got to bide your time. Yeah, I yeah, like he's practicing too on Wednesdays. So he's all in. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's, uh, we've seen him. He's been pissed off a few games. He hasn't been thrilled with his performance. Uh, Evans back this week is huge. Week of rest for him after his suspension. I expect him to have a big game. And like you said, even, uh, I mean, we, I don't think we're getting Godwin for a few weeks as well. But uh, Gage, uh, I don't think he practiced today, but I'm sure he'll be all right by game time. That's if if he plays anything like he did last week, and you add Mike Evans to the mix, uh, I think they'll be okay yeah. as well. I the like I like play Tom. better. I think he's only going to continue to uh, get better as the yeah. year goes on, like he does every year. For sure. All right, we got a a couple more in here. You guys got? One I got a. Yeah, I got a wide receiver one here. This is a interesting one so far. So Curtis Samuel, currently the wide receiver eight on the year, mm. and he's being used as the clear number one guy on the uh, Washington Durs. Um, are the you Durs. buying? <laughs> are you buying or selling that he finishes the year as the wide receiver one oh, no. on the Washington Durs? With scary, <laughs> I mean, right now he's the wide receiver one over Scary Terry. Yeah. So I mean, you got me good he, with the Durs. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> you caught me off guard there. Got me real good. Uh, you already yeah. know I'm selling this Jerry. Yeah. I don't have any faith in Curtis Samuel. He had a not a great week this past week. What I'd like to point out is that Dotson still got eight targets. I think he only caught like two or three of them, but still getting eight targets, which is double what he got the first few weeks. So that's a good thing in my opinion. Um, you know, Wentz isn't the most accurate guy, but the trio of weapons is nice. Uh, yeah. I think Terry's still the number one, and I have faith Dotson will actually ascend to the number two, but Samuel's getting all that underneath stuff. You know, Terry's A dot is like, I don't know, 15, 16 yards down the field. You're not going to get volume uh, from Wentz in this, you know, Riverboat Ron attack with an A dot of, you know, 15, 16 yards. So, We'll see. Uh, they got good weapons, though. I, I, I like this uh, Durs team, actually. Sell, Curtis. Yeah, I'm, I'm selling that, too. I'm actually kind of offended that you would even suggest that someone other than Scary Terry would finish the year other than number one in the presence of Scary's two biggest supporters, maybe. It's, it's true. Uh, on the planet, especially around Halloween time. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm frankly, I'm offended. I'm selling that all day. <laughs> I'll take Samuel, though, if he's on the wire. He shouldn't be at this point, but... Man, he's let you down before. He's always giving you those flashes, right? Is he for real this year? I don't know. He ain't finished in the top 10 wide receivers, though, in the league. That's for sure. He's always been talented. I, his body will break down, as it always has, in my opinion. That's that's just what it comes down to. And I personally think that, first of all, Terry's an absolute stud. You know, skill-wise, he's a top 10 receiver in the league. Um, and, I, and I like Dotson a lot, too. So I just think they're... You know, maybe Dotson isn't a better receiver than Samuels at this point, but I just don't think Samuels really that special. Austin Eckler, Mike, we got we got to bring it up. Had, yeah, had to go rough. there. Did we lose Jerry? I think he's just laughing. As oh, soon as okay. he said Austin Eckler, he oh, just bust out laughter. And 
Mute his mic, yeah. So Austin Eckler, um, some rough outings so far, Mike. I know you have him. I have him in Crook League. Pretty disappointed. What are you doing? You holding? You looking to, to yeah. recoup some he, cost? Um, no. Um, you can't sell at this point. It's too low. Um, you'd be selling at an all-time low. I've got confidence in that offense uh, bouncing back. Uh, they'll get Keenan back. Hopefully Slayton's not out too long. I mean, they're just not running the ball at all, period. Um, Eckler somehow, you know, still gets eight, nine targets a game and catches all of them. So he's at least going to give you, you know, a a comfortable floor, a respectable start, even though he's not getting any yards and obviously any touchdowns. But you're bound to uh, uh, regress back to uh, the mean there at some point, I think. And and you don't want to sell him right now. It's it's all time low value. Um, you know, I've I've seen a lot of, of people uh, trying to get rid of them, and I think that's a natural reaction at this point when you have such a disappointing first-round pick. But, you know, all things considered, it's it's bound to get better, right? I mean, that offense is, is just too talented. Herbert will heal up. I mean, that team's going to come back around, right? Yeah, I mean, Rayshon Slater is on IR for the year with a torn biceps tendon. That's a their best offensive Oh, he's line. out for the year? That's, that's a huge that's hit. That's not good. But all right, I'm I still, changed my yeah, sell them. Sell them all day. <laughs> no, I'm still I'm still confident <laughs> yeah. in Eckler. What yeah, think, I'll keep them. Yeah, I'm worried about Eckler a little bit. I own him in uh the my dynasty league that I'm in, but I mean I think he will turn it around. That offense is too good. They're obviously banged up right now, Herbert with the rib injury and uh Keenan Allen with the uh hamstring. Uh hopefully he gets back this week. And uh, Big Mike gets back on track. He had a touchdown last week, but only one catch. That was it. Yeah, that's crazy. Abysmal performance across the board for them. Uh, They lost Guyton for the year. He's out. uh, Torn ACL. Palmer will soak um, up those targets. Yeah, he will. Um, But um, I'll buy Eckler still. He's got it in him still. Are we still buying and selling? Because I, I have a, I have a good one. All right, Mike, hit us with our last one. Um, you know, since we're we're talking about stocks, my favorite type of stock is the penny stocks. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna take it up to Seattle Rashad and penny let's talk stocks. about some Rashad Penny. I thought this team was supposed to run the ball down your throat all day long, and, and Geno Smith is airing it out. Do you buy or sell Rashad Penny, guys? I'm selling. Uh, I don't think he even looks that good. Don't tell Len I said that. I don't want to hear the repercussions, but he just doesn't look that good right now. Um, Walker yeah, looks selling old. The, What's that, Jerry? Selling him for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. If I can get a few pennies back, I'll try. Uh, Travis Homer just went down, I believe, for the year. Maybe, maybe just short-term IR, but he's on IR with ribs. I think DJ Dallas is still going to be in the mix. So I'd like to see Walker just get the bulk of these carries, but it's not going to happen. I'm just surprised that Penny hasn't gotten hurt yet, but neither of them look that good because I think most of it, not talent, it's just they're not getting into a rhythm. You know, when you're running back, you need some carries in a row, a few series to really get rocking, and Pete's not letting him do it. Smash. Sorry, I dropped wow. all my pennies here. <laughs> I didn't mean to flex on you guys. Rub a couple of nickels together and get a penny. <laughs> and then you get a penny, yeah. All right. 
So we'll move into our smashes of the week. Uh, brought to you by Burger Daddy Food Truck. Burger Daddy is somewhat out of commission until October 15th, where they're in Lost in the Wilds Brewing. Uh, so we're going to get Brandon back in the pod again. I believe he'll have another deal for our listeners. Don't quote me on that. But uh, he'll be back on in a few weeks. And October 15th, they'll be slinging those beautiful patties again at Lost in the Wilds in uh, Shippenville, PA. It is Shippenville. I did confirm that. So last week's smashes, mine weren't very good. Go over these pretty quick. Um, Brian, our guest, really appreciate Bri coming on. Bri had, like Jerry, Kirk Cousins at quarterback. And I, you know, I thought you guys said this was a definite smash. You know, he had 22 well, points, pr- mm-hmm. pretty average. But, you know, as against the Lions offense, I was hoping for somewhere upwards of 30, Jer. If you look, if you look at the week, he was QB8. So he's a top 10 quarterback. It was just bad performances across the league, but he was a top 10 guy. And that's yeah, a smash he was. in my book. He was. So Bri had Kirk. Uh, who else did he have? He had Miles Sanders, who didn't have a, a great game. They were kind of blowing out the Durs, so they didn't, uh, they didn't really need him too much. Uh, he had Diggs, which kind of a cop-out. No, I'm just kidding, Bri. Uh, <laughs> Diggs is a stud. But only went 7 for 74, so somewhat pedestrian game at 14 points. Not sure we can give you a smash for that, but you're starting digs either way. you got to be happy with 14, 14 on a, on a yeah. down week. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then his, That's his, floor. his tight end came in with a middle name, Tyler Eleanor Higby. Uh, so Higby <laughs> had 4 for 61. So tight end, not a bad game. Yeah, I think you got to be pretty happy with that. Um, my picks were Stafford at QB, which was abysmal. 249, zero touchdowns. When's the last time Stafford had zero passing touchdowns? I think that's insane, especially against the Cardinals defense. So, not a smash. Wide receiver had T. Higgins, won 5 for 93. Again, 14 points. Not a bad game. I don't know if it's a smash. I mean, you're drafting T in the third round, so it's better than a first-round digs, I guess. But um, 14 points, you'll take it. Eckler. You know, like Mike said earlier, eight catches, 48 yards, definitely involved in the receiving game. That's the good thing is that even when they're down, none of the other backs there, they trust in pass pro, and they can't really catch football. You know, it's just Sony or uh, Josh Kelly. So, you know, X going to be in there either way. I think he had four rushes for five yards on the ground, so not great. And then Jerry and I both had Kyle Pitts at tight end. I think the drought has ended, Jerry. Five for 87. It's a pretty big game. Led the yeah. team in targets. I'm pretty happy with Pitts, so I, I think we're going to smash there. Yeah, I think so, too. Didn't get the top uh, like so, we said, but. No, we, we missed no, the touchdown. Let's not get ahead of ourselves there. <laughs> right, right. So uh, for my smashes last week, I had Kirk. We talked to him about him. He was QB8 on the week, 22 points, 260 for two TDs. Not a great performance, but. On the grand scheme of things, I'm going to take the smash for a top 10. Uh, for running back, I had David Montgomery. Uh, he had three carries for 11 yards and then got injured, unfortunately. Uh, his backup came in, Herbert. He had the smash game, was the RB1. Um, Monty's day-to-day right now, so we'll see what happens there. 
Um, they're acting like he could play this week. I don't think he will, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, wide receiver, I had a Ra. He had six for 73. Uh, no touchdown. He had 13 points in PPR. He was outside the top 25, so not a smash. Well, he left he with that ankle injury, well. too. He put a so. touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you know, you throw a touchdown on top of that, it's a pretty big game, but uh, yeah. he still looked great. And, and then we already plays. talked about. I think he plays. He was uh, tight end six on the week. So, yeah. Uh, Pitts with uh, tight end six, and he went five for 87. Great performance. Hopefully, we see that touchdown soon. It'll happen. I'm thinking this week. Just enough to get Mikey the victory over um, Yachtcock. It's not going to happen. You got them short boots laced up, don't you, Mike? All are, right, get our are smashes. They playing in London this year? It'll happen then. Yeah, it is a London game. I think I might sit Kirk in that game. I don't know. It's going to be tough. Um, we'll see. Smashes this week. We'll start at quarterback. I'm going to start with somebody playing tomorrow night, Joey Burrow. So Joe Cool against the mm. Miami defense that was on the field for 90 snaps just a few wow. days ago, you know, playing the Bills. So... Um, I think Burrow has a real nice game. I think Chase gets back on track. And I like Burrow for at least two tuts. And I'm going to say 300 through the air. I like that. Uh, For my quarterback this week, I have Justin Herbert. Um, We all know he had a rough week last week. He was probably hurting pretty bad still. Um, still dealing with that rib injury. Uh, they get the Texans this week, and uh, hopefully they get Keenan Allen back. But uh, I think we'll see a pretty solid rebound game from Herbert. Um, he'll still be dealing with his injury, but I think he'll be in a much better spot than he was this past week. I almost picked Herbert. Well, you guys took the two names I had on my list for smashes, so for the sake of parody, I'm going to go out on a limb here and pick someone different, and I'm going to with our guy our our field commander of our favorite team here on the podcast and that's jared goff against the seattle seahawks at home in the pontiac silverdome i'm pretty sure it looks like uh sun god's gonna play all right (laughs) yeah Um, and i i think that's the right for just a get hype fucking blowout there in motown all right when as we know, is very conflicted about yeah. this game, but his, his true fandom is going to come through, and it's going to be the LRC Lions and Jared Goff leading the way. I think whoever whoever wins should have to be his team moving forward. Yeah, yeah exactly. And Goff, Goff hasn't been bad, guys, for fantasy purposes. I mean, no, you'd probably rather actually, have Jared Goff over he's carried some Weber bigger names, right? Yeah, he's been good. Smash him. Feel good about it. <laughs> All right, Mike, why don't you start us off with a running back? Running back, you say? Oh, very interesting. Oh, wow, you guys kind of threw me for a loop there. I was going to come right back to my Lions for a certain running back, but I'm going to actually swerve a little bit here. A lot of pivots here. A lot of pivots. Yeah, I got 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 to think. Uh, I got to think on my feet, and I'm going to go ahead and say um, smash Tony Pollard Whoa, versus Tony the Red Hogs. Um, 
I mean, they just need to get this guy the ball more, more and more and more and more. I mean, he just rips off 20, 30, 40 yard runs at a clip. Like it's his job. Yeah. He's so and good. I think it gives you a safe floor and he already had one smash game this year. And I think he's got another one coming in and what's going to be, you know, just a low down dirty divisional matchup at home against the hogs or the Durs, as we call them now. <laughs> and I'm going to say, go ahead Overlook the fact that he's technically number two in the depth chart and start with confidence and expect 15 plus points from Tony P this week. It's going to be a real, there's a few news on the depth chart that you don't got to be scared to start. Right. Um, for my running back, I have, um, Jonathan Taylor. He has not panned out as the RB one, one that, uh, he went in most drafts far. He had a great week one. He went off that week, I think put up 27 points. Um, this week, I think he gets back on track against the Titans. They're home this week, uh, coming off a big win. And I think they give the ball to Taylor a lot more this week, and uh, he makes something happen. All right. Wow, so Jerry picks the number one overall pick as his smash. It's really bold. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he has not done well. The past I agree. Two weeks. No, it's a good pick. He he needs to get right for sure. Um, that whole team does. My running back, a guy we already discussed tonight, and basically, if it doesn't happen this week, it might not happen. Big Naj against the Jets. I think he gets it done here. Probably sneaks into the end zone. You're getting sixty yards on the ground and and a few catches. So I like Najee Harris. Um, against the Jets. Again, if it can't happen against the Jets, it's not going to happen. So we'll see. Uh, wide receivers. I got a couple here. I'm going to go with the young buck, Chris Olave, for the Saints. I mm. like it. Uh, 13 targets last week. You know, if M. Tom and or Landry sits, you know, he should see just as many. So I love Olave. I really wanted to take, you know what, I'll save that for after in case you guys take them. But Chris Olave, for me, I think you're getting a touchdown and over 100 yards. Yeah, I think he had 12 targets the week before, too. Like, yeah. the past two, it's he's just been getting peppered. It's great. I have him in the Dynasty League and then um, and Sankey, too. So, big game out of him this week. Absolutely. Uh, my wide receiver, it's another really bold pick, uh, Justin Jefferson. He, he's coming Wait, off Jerry needed a get right week, back. I guess. <laughs> he's coming off back-to-back disappointing performances, just like Taylor was. Um, I think he's going to get back on track, light it up. He's got to get back. Um, playing the Saints this week, so him versus Lattimore. Um I think you challenge Jefferson, and it just makes him a little bit better. He's got a good competitor in him. Uh, I think he he comes back with a vengeance this week and definitely gets a touchdown. I like it. Mikey. Oh, man. I, I don't know how you guys do it. Uh, just finding these <laughs> diamonds in the rough like this. But. Oh, wow. Um, this is a bit of a risky pick because we're not quite sure of his status, but his quarterback is going to be longing for his return. Jerry mentioned it earlier in the show. They lost a receiver for the year. He's got two first names. 
But I trust them anyways this week. Keenan Allen. Um, <laughs> Herbert is just is just going to be foaming at the mouth waiting to get him back and just pepper him with targets. That offense gets back on track at Houston. Allen's going to be a big part of that. Again, I, w- I would say seven for 80 and a ton. Wow. That's such a Keenan Allen line, too. Yeah. And, you know, it's getting a little Love chilly, that. so those sleeves are going to get long. Oh, yeah. They're going to be bad. Oh, man. Yeah. I like it. They ain't going to be tight. I can tell you that. <laughs> Mike, why don't you uh, give us a tight end, and then we'll uh, run back through. Yeah, I mean, this guy uh, took every advantage of his opportunity uh, last week with the absence of uh, Dalton Schultz. Uh, Peyton Hendershot. You got to love him. Uh, just kidding. Taking a Hendershot in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know what? It's going to be it's going to be uh, Fryermuth. I know. I think he's a popular smash pick on this show uh, from what I've listened to. Um, one of those guys who just rides that borderline between, you know, like I said, playable and, and stud. A poor man's Travis Kelsey, I like to refer him to when they do whoa, throw the whoa, ball whoa, down whoa. the middle. Whoa. Uh, I'm poor sorry. Poor man's Travis Kelsey. How poor are we talking? I mean, I mean on the street, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very poor. Very poor. <laughs> yeah. Like um, on this. <laughs> Maybe if he could get the ball more often, we could see some more. But when they do throw it down the middle of the field, it's usually to him and he usually catches it. It's going to be they're going to need that uh, in this Jets game. It just feel they didn't throw to him all last week. And then finally, the last couple of drives of the game, they started throwing it his way and things started happening. Magic. Boom. Fryermuth makes that offense run. He gets targets down the field. I think you can play him safely. What's a smash for tight ends? I'm, I'm, I'll say at least 13 points. That's a, That's smash, a smash, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah give me 13 for Fryermuth then. All right, Jerry. I like that. I, I almost – I had Fryermuth at one point, and then I stumbled upon this fellow, uh, Zach Ertz. He's coming off weeks of 11 targets and 10 targets. He's turned those into 6 for 45 and 8 for 75. So pretty good for the tight end position especially if you get a touchdown on top of that. That's a monster week. Um, I, he's just a huge part of that offense when Hopkins is out and it's showing in his weekly targets there. Um, you're not going to get that at that position really other than your top couple guys, other than a Andrews or a Kelsey. You're not getting 10 and 11 targets every week. So right. uh, I love Ertz. No, yeah, it's great. I'm going to go a little bit lower down here. And a guy who I thought Mike was talking about when he said really took advantage last week of the situation, Hendershot, uh, it is actually David and Joku. So always had the talent and the potential and the brisket man, Black Ben, finally started looking his way. Over 20 points, big touchdown. Looks great. I mean, I love watching him play. They need to get him seven, eight, nine targets a game. He is so good. Should yeah. be the number two receiving option there. He's actually probably better than Amari Cooper, who I'm done with. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he, Amari does look great, and it's tough when you play against him. I agree. It's personal attack <laughs> on me. But, uh, no, Amari looks great. Um, no disrespect, sir. You just uh, handed me my ass last week, so... Those are our smashes for the week. Tune in next week to see how they pan out. And for Mikey Whitesnake and Double Jerry, I am Matty Funkhauser. 
we will see you on the flippy flop. See ya. Hendershot, Hendershot, Hendershot. I cannot.